Here we go, another episode of Faith Cast from Faith Baptist Church in Visalia. Welcome. And this is a special Christmas episode of our podcast. It's nice. Yeah, this I like is the a, music. It is very nice. We wish you a Merry Christmas, and this is uh, actually Christmas night. It is after 8 o'clock on Christmas night, and my wife and I were talking, Sharon, my wife, by the way, my name is Eric Northuk. I'm one of the pastors here at Faith Baptist Church in Visalia, and I was talking with my wife, and we were talking about Christmas, and we thought it'd be fun to do a special Christmas podcast while everyone else is enjoying Christmas. <laughs> while the kids are cleaning up the, ki- the While kitchen, the kids are cleaning so up, that's we're right. We're enjoying Christmas now, too. <laughs> <laughs> while the kids are cleaning up. And, and we were just kind of talking about, you know, the difference between Jesus and Santa. Mm, yep. And so we thought it'd be fun to do a, a quick... Christmas podcast on why Jesus is better than Santa. Yeah. 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 Because he doesn't compete. He doesn't compete. He doesn't compete. That's right. And one of the most profound differences is that Jesus is real and Santa isn't. That's that's absolutely true. That would be number one on the list. Jesus is real and Santa isn't. I was thinking about that as we were going through, we, we read through the Christmas story, I, I'm sure most most families do that, at least in the church. So like from Luke 2, before we open presents, and in the contrast between the glory of Christ and the humility of Christ is pretty amazing in, in Luke chapter 2. And that, that stuck out to me. Like there is, a, there is a real humility that he took on, but then there's this glory that is there. And, you know, Luke in particular, when he writes, he's writing from a historical perspective. Like he he identifies historical pointers, like Quirinius was governor of Syria at the time. People were registering for the census, and all of all of these little historical posts, roadmaps, or, or you know road signs. I guess is what I'm looking for. And and really, the point of Luke doing that is so that you know that Jesus really was born. Yeah, it really happened. Right, it's historical and also. More than that, you know, he is truth. Like he actually defines what our reality is and yeah. answers all those questions that we wonder about life. Like, what is my purpose? Yeah, he does. Santa doesn't give me my purpose. Santa doesn't. No. You know, someone is going to say, "Well, Santa was a real person." You know, Saint Nick. But and that's true. But it's not the same as the Santa that we talk about. The the, the story of Saint Nicholas. The Santa that Santa is has become some jolly, you know, man in a shop in the North Pole making toys. They're not real, but Jesus is real. So that's that's good. So why is Jesus better than Santa? Well, good starting point. Jesus Jesus is real. real. (laughs) Jesus is real. (laughs) I think I think really the next maybe it's hard to say what the most important thing is, but. I just think that Santa gives good things on the basis of good works. Yeah. Where, you know, the Lord gives to us on the basis of his goodness. Yeah. yeah that's the, you know, you, Santa's checking his list to find out whether you're naughty yeah. 
or nice. No. I used to joke with our kids. You remember that if Santa were real, they wouldn't get any presents. (laughs) (laughs) If he's truly... That's that's so true. You know, Santa himself wouldn't make his own list Hmm. because there's nobody that's good. Right. And, And anybody... You know, that, that tries to do good, you can't, maybe in some external way, you're, you're trying to compensate with, with moral behavior, but the, the goodness that God, the standard of God's goodness goes deep into the heart. It's a, it's a perfection that, that is beyond anything you can possibly fathom, and that's the standard. Yeah, and when he places his righteousness on us, like... Right, we're given perfect righteousness that that is it's so far beyond anything that santa could could ever be looking for is he's looking for goodness to decide whether to give a gift or not the kind of righteousness that we receive in christ is is absolute perfect righteousness so that when god sees us he sees perfection even though we're even though we're not we're undeserving so santa gives good things on the basis of good works the Lord gives to us on the basis of His goodness, and really on the basis of Christ's good works. And so it isn't based on us. That's, that's good. That's number two. I like that. So a third thing, what were we saying? Santa gives only temporary earthly things. Right. Things that will be forgotten by this time next year. Yeah, like I know some people remember the toys they got <laughs> when they were little, but most of it is forgotten. Right, right. And, you know, the Lord tells us that every good and perfect gift is from above and he gives us all good things to enjoy. So I think even those good things in this earth that we enjoy are from him. But more than that, he gives us what is eternal. We have eternal hope, eternal joy, you know, eternal love that nothing and no one can separate us from. And of course, eternal life. Yeah. It's, you know, the Bible is chock full of the hope and the promises that we have because of Christ, and uh, you know, I we you know we gave our like Blake and Carson our two youngest the remote control cars. And whenever we buy a remote control car, we're always like, it's not going to last an hour. And shockingly, it's lasted yeah. the day. They played with it almost <laughs> you know, it all was, day. <laughs> it was like a you know a ten dollar you know whatever remote control car. But they've been playing with it all day, and I'm shocked. I'm like, are they doing a better job now? Because I don't remember them lasting that long, but I, I I know I expect that it's not going to make it very long. It's it's going to break, and they won't even remember it. But the gift that we get from that we, the gift that we uh, get from Christ is eternal. Mm-hmm. He gives us comfort, direction of the Spirit, guarantee of heaven, a time coming when there's no more sin, no more sickness, and, and I you know no more sin. Yeah. What a gift that will be. Yeah, for sure. That's so much better than Santa. Santa doesn't even come close, right. you know. I mean, he could. Santa could offer me, you know, the 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 greatest thing I could ever want in this life, you know, which I don't even know what it is. I have to think hard about, you know, what what I want. Maybe Shiloh bought me the White House. The White House, right? In his Shiloh. in yeah. his uh, his game that he plays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say Santa could give me the White House. Uh, it doesn't even come close. No. Doesn't even come close. Uh-oh. And just even. Just that hope that we have that is so secure that no matter what happens to anything that we have in this world or, you know, to people even that we love, that what 
like we're just our future is so secure. Yeah. That's first Peter chapter one. He describes that our inheritance it's incorruptible that cannot fade away. What a what a promise. What else do we got here? Well, I think how you know, Santa, we really don't see him very much except for at Christmas time. Hmm. And, you know, he does his great journey around the world, you know, in one day. Yeah. And I, I just think, you know, Santa's here for a day, but Jesus will never leave me nor forsake me. Yeah. That reminds me of, what is it, the end of Psalm 27? Mm-hmm. It says, even if my mother and my father should forsake me. And then it, it, this relationship that he has with Yahweh, I don't remember how the, the Hebrew goes there, but I, w- I would have fainted unless I'd seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, something like that. Even if my mother and my father forsake me. Right, and you think of like a mother and a father, it's like that is a relationship you know, towards a child that there should be the utmost loyalty. Yeah. You know, faithfulness, like that's a face only a mother could love. Right, right. <laughs> but, but even if your closest, you know, people that should be faithful and loyal to you forsake you, you yeah. know, God will never. He never will. Never will. Not possible because we have received all the, all the gift that comes through Christ because Jesus is better than Santa. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, He's there in the worst moment of our lives. Yeah. Even in, in our biggest problem with sin, mm. what, what, can, what can Santa do about sin? Right, exactly. And at Christmas, you know, we celebrate that rescue, that there yeah. is a Savior born who is Christ the Lord, and He came to save us That's from the entire our point. The Word became flesh in order to bring us salvation. Santa doesn't do that. Santa brings us a toy, and then he's gone for the rest of the year. Which, right, is fun for a while. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when someone is sick and dying, that's not what they need. Yeah. And, you know, our sin is, you know, like spiritual death. Yeah. And it's our biggest problem. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Another one, Santa brings us presents that, and we already mentioned this a little bit, those presents are going to end up in the dump, regardless of the quality of it. Right, eventually. I eventually. mean, even if it's 100 years from now. Right. Eventually, it's going to end up in a landfill or somehow rot- rotting away somewhere. Right. You can't take it with you. So when Santa brings presents, they're not going to last. But Jesus, when he, he takes us, our broken lives, and he makes makes us new. Yeah. He takes the broken things... And he makes him fit for heaven. Yeah. And like Romans 8, 28 says that, you know, he takes all things, you know, the good and the bad, and he works it together for his good purpose, which is mm. to be like Christ. And I think, like, I'm, I'm not the person that I used to be, and that's because of Christ. Hmm. Yeah, we, we see this profound gift of salvation that is eternal. I was thinking of that, the, the, the way I would joke. Do you remember that? Uh, <laughs> like when the kids were little. Yeah. 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 You tell them things and teasing. They don't, they didn't know for sure if you were, what you were saying was true. <laughs> yeah. I, I always, I don't know why I took pleasure out of, out of doing that, but they could always trust you, you know, because they always like, Mom, is that true? <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and I'm just kind of, joking with them, but yeah. Yeah, and I kind of, that was just like what I chose to do, that I was just pretty careful about 
what I said was truth mm-hmm. because um, I wanted them to trust me. And then, you know, I want to teach my kids about God. And so I wanted them to know that when I spoke about God, that I was speaking the mm-hmm. truth. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's so uh, important that we are speaking the truth to our kids. And, and that includes Santa. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is very controversial, but the fact is Jesus is better than Santa. Yeah. There's no comparison. Yeah. And I just, I, I think about that because like Santa, you know, he's got amazing power. You know, he, he travels the world and one night he like goes up the chimney, he flies with reindeer and, you know, he's, he's all knowing, mm-hmm. you know, like he knows if all the boys and girls have been good or bad and, you know, they've never seen him, but they're told he has this magical world where elves work for him and make toys. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like I was saying earlier, I'm trying to teach my kids about God, but I mean, it just reminds me, of, yeah, of of God. It's it, it's really he's being presented as a God. Yeah, and I'm not. When you think about it. I'm not against fairy tales, right? But I want to make sure kids know they're made the, believe. The, they need to know. They don't need to be confused about who God is. Is because yeah. they think, well, well, God is all powerful, yeah. and I'm, you know, telling my kids like one time he even walked on water, and and one time the disciples were all locked in a room, and and there Jesus was, wasn't a chimney, right, right. <laughs> he didn't go through a chimney. He went through a door or somehow. Yeah, yeah. And just that he's all knowing. You know, he's like nothing is hidden from his sight. Like yeah. he, he knows our thoughts. He knows our sitting or rising before word is on our mouth. Um, you know, all our days are written in his book before there was one of them. Yeah, he is absolute, all-powerful, you know, omnipotent, omniscient, infinite in all of his ways, infinite in love, infinite in his grace. It, it, there is no doubt that what he has promised us is absolute because it is based on who he is. When, when you actually compare Santa to Jesus, what you discover is that Santa is just like a kind of a superman of sorts, but he's still a man. And then when I think in relation to my kids, you know, because no one has seen God, you know, we have confidence he's preparing a place for us and we trust his word that what it says is true. But I just think like one day... You know, my child will discover that Santa's not real. Shh. <laughs> Unless they're an actor. Oh, right. right. Hallmark yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Magical Christmas. Magic. That's right. Fantasy. Yeah. Fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, he'll discover one day, you know, that Santa isn't real. And then, like, well, what about Jesus? You know, is that just another yeah. story that my mom told me? Is Jesus real? Right, or you know, that another one of her imaginary friends, mm-hmm. and that's really the the danger. I think when we when you talk about Santa versus Jesus, you really are pitting Santa against Jesus. If you are not, I mean, if you're not careful mm-hmm. as parents, and I think that you are potentially confusing them. You, you're 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 elevating a, a being who doesn't exist into a place that is reserved for God, and he's not a very good God. Yeah. In fact, he's kind of a, a, a... Well, it's a works-based religion. Right, it's works-based. Right. There's no hope, and None of really. us can be good enough. <clears throat> Wait, how do you know you're good enough? 
Yeah. I noticed that with some of the movies, Christmas movies coming out, they're kind of hitting that theme, you know, like what what is the standard of what is good enough for Santa? And they're kind of playing that up more in the mm. movies these days on, on Christmas, but it's a good question to ask. Like how how would you know you're good enough? There's there's no there's no way to know. Uh and then there's the this big problem, you know, if 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 eventually they learn that Santa's not real and you've been telling them that Santa's real, and you're also telling them that Jesus is real, whom you can't see. Mm-hmm. How are they going to know? And if I've said those same things, like how I was saying before, like, you know, that really Santa's all powerful and Santa's yeah. all knowing. Right. The and, things you've been say, you, you would say about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a, a, a scary thought. I just kind of thought yeah. that before. And, and like, why, why wouldn't I give them Jesus? You know, like, it, isn't it the most amazing? story in the world yeah yeah why, why have we supplanted the christmas story with uh, a lesser god right that's what santa is and and why wouldn't we why wouldn't we give them the greater god the one who actually can save them from their sins the one who actually will give them an, a gift that will not fade away the one who if they put their trust in they will find you know everything they need for this life and, and the life to come in all, all spiritual power, yeah, you know, life and godliness, everything. I know. I just, I mean, we have to ask ourselves, have I found Jesus to be my greatest treasure? And that may be the reason why that we do that is because we don't, maybe we, we don't treasure Jesus enough. So that we're actually seeing that, you know, it's greater what Jesus gives us than if Santa would come and he would give us the, the thing that we want the most. And, and maybe we're projecting that to our children. You know, I've thought of that. Mm. You know, is Jesus your greatest treasure? Is his gift actually greater than anything that Santa could bring you? If you could write a note and send it to the North Pole and there were a non-fictional being who could bring whatever it is that you put on that letter... Mm-hmm. Even if that existed, so what? If you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what profit is it? Right. How much greater is Jesus? He is, and, and the reason why I think we end up falling into this trap is, you know, that Jesus really isn't the greatest treasure. But he is. He really is. And the only reason why we don't think that is because we haven't spent enough meditating on him right i'm thinking of psalm 73 where the psalmist says whom have i in heaven but you and there is nothing on earth that i desire besides you yeah and i think for us to experience that like you said we need to gaze more on yeah that's right who christ is pursue him and seek him through the word interesting that pits right right, the way you describe that you that psalm it pits in, in uh, it actually pits the, the idea of Santa against Jesus, the way that that's described. The thing you know, who, who's greater? I can't remember how to quote it again. You want me to yeah, quote, quote it, again. it again? Yeah. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there's nothing on earth that I desire right. besides you. Right. Santa is earthly. Yeah. Jesus is heavenly. Yeah. Santa is going to. Pass. He's but for a moment. He's but for a moment. Jesus is eternal. 
So Jesus is greater than Santa. There you go. There's your uh, your Christmas podcast, and uh, I hope that that is an encouragement to you, that you will turn your eyes on Jesus and find that he is more beautiful, more glorious than Santa or anything else that you can possibly think of. podcast from Faith Baptist Church in Visalia. And uh, if you're looking for a church, our Sunday services are Sundays at 1030 and 6 o'clock. Come join us. Until next time.